Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a direct message network and podcast one production. We are directly to your favorite stars. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. It's Sierra, new ambassador for WW, Weight Watchers Reimagined. The new MyWW Plus, our most holistic program ever, helps you tackle the many elements that contribute to weight loss with tools to plan meals and get you moving. Join today with a limited time offer at WW.com. Listen, I believe reading labels is very important. I try to do it with everything. We should care about the ingredients in our food and our beauty products, and we should especially care about the ingredients in our deodorant, which is why we love Native. Love Native. Yeah. Um. Um, and native okay there's so many things that are cool about native um they tick all the boxes for me when i want a deodorant i want something clean without aluminum without parabens and sulfates vegan cruelty free of course tick tick mm-hmm. um i want something that smells good and yes. keeps me smelling good all day because a lot of the other ones out there just don't work very guess well what? i want that too for you Thank you. What she's trying to say is I am a sweater mm-hmm. and sometimes I stink. No, I think they got it. But I'm not alone in that. Yeah, no. A I mean, you want a deodorant stink, that sure. is going to be clean but also effective. Okay. If you don't want to stink anymore, check out Native. It's risk-free to try. Um, every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., which is super cool. Um, they have free 30-day returns and exchanges. And uh, if you need any testimonials, you can check them out on their website. I believe they have over 14,000 five-star reviews. Yeah, I mean, that's a good sign. So do what we did. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com slash adulting. Or you could use our promo code adulting at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash adulting. Or use the promo code adulting at checkout for 20% off. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, adulters. What up? Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. And we're both... Adults. And if you're an adult and just trying to be an adult, this is the show for you. This is it. <laughs> okay, so um, let's let's hop in. So let me ask you something. Yeah, go ahead. I, just explain. It's not a question, actually. It's, just, it's a statement. It's of a request. Course. Can you explain to the people what our environment is right now? Oh, absolutely. Like how this podcast is going down? Oh, my gosh, for sure. We are sitting on the floor of our 
closet <laughs> in our bathroom while Gio is getting snacks and such from your mom who's watching him for the next like 45 minutes so we can have this fun episode that is different than any other episode. We do not have a guest today. Um, we have asked you guys actually, you know, what you want to hear, how you want, you know, adulting like a mother father to go. And a lot of you really like the conversation between me and the old father here. Oh, I thought you were about to say old man. I mean, pretty I'm much. getting there. Literally, your hair is like I mean, somebody right literally now. asked me, what's your age? My age is 32. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about what we're going to talk about real quick. Well, okay? let's talk about it. We put on our stories um, to send in some questions. We want to hear from you guys. We did this once before and it went really well. And it actually was fun for us because there were Dude, things it's that- super fun. Yeah. We don't necessarily ask one another or no. even answer in general. So nope. I said to dig deep. I asked people to get creative, so we'll see what comes up. But until then, let's start off with adulting wins and fails. Okay. Uh, are you ready to go or do you want me to go? You know how I do it. I just riff. So you, okay. okay. This is no preparation, Daniela. <laughs> this is just how I operate because if you just think about it for two seconds, I can think, okay, an adulting win is that we finally mustered up the courage to lock in an RV yeah, we did. That's a big win. That's a big win. And we've been talking about this for so long. And here's how my brain operates, just to give you guys a little backstory. Andrew and I were talking about getting an RV for fun and just going camping locally in Malibu. And I said, okay, cool. Well, let's go to the RV store and let's go buy an <laughs> RV. <laughs> this girl, should, she's so impulsive. She will jump into anything. I love anything. that about me. Okay. And I am uh, the opposite of that. I'm like, no. Let's rent one. Let's go for one trip, maybe two or three or four, and just figure out if we even like like the lifestyle of being in an RV and camping. I know that I love camping. I wouldn't necessarily say that that's what you love doing. You don't know that. You've about said me. otherwise recently. Yeah, but I don't know if like that's your style. If like you get up and go like to a rural spot in the mountains or whatever. Okay. So long story short, she's like, "Oh, let's just get an RV." I'm like, "Uh, let's not spend twenty to." Forty thousand dollars. You finance Not, it, my friend. Yeah, I know. I was going to explain that. So, <laughs> when something costs that much, especially with as cheap as money is today, because interest rates are extremely low, unless you just have bucket loads of cash, you don't pay cash for anything. You finance it because the money's almost free, which means the interest rate is extremely low. So you always take advantage of that when you see it. Correct. And so I was trying to suggest that we should just purchase one because of the fact, major fact for me, is that we could have control over the style of our, the RV, okay? Mm. And we could be the first bodies to occupy the Would RV. you do like light fixtures? No. You have to no. do it. Okay, we're skipping ahead. I'll do it for you. You're so annoying. <laughs> so my whole point is, you guys, we're not buying an RV for this first RV excursion excursion that's fine we're going to rent one and it took a long time to decide which one we were going to rent we went through rv share which is cool because there are people who own rvs and and businesses and businesses. it's super cool it's just like airbnb but with people's rvs right so you have like an opportunity to get something that could be really nice or well taken care of or whatever and obviously they have a lot of guidelines to follow so that you can get a, a clean rv i'm totally going too far into this category but the no, win not. is is that we are officially doing it and i'm so excited to just get out and be by the water and like have a totally new experience that's my win my fail is that you didn't let me buy it 
that's not a fail. It's called, <laughs> it's called responsibility. Okay, but when you're looking at the prices of these things and it says you can spend $200 a month for an RV, you justify it because it's like if we were to go to a hotel, which we're not doing right now, that would be upwards of three, $400 a night for something that's like, you know, decent. Yeah. An RV you can own for 200 That's not really our style either, though. I understand, but I'm saying like you can own it for 200 and then have Look, let's the keep it real. We've had, a bunch of, we've had a bunch of chats about the RV. Like it could very well happen. We just need to make sure that this is something that we enjoy doing together and can do it like kind of efficiently and it's not a nightmare because otherwise what's the point of buying the RV? Okay, the Mr. Only soggy other... Blanket. Not soggy. It's just, it's just uh, <laughs> real. Yeah, whatever. Um, but there was another reason that we wanted one. We need, we found out we have a lot of projects that we're working on. We need time to work on our things. And uh, we do have a, a room in the house. It was an office. It's like an office slash It's a multi-purpose room. room it's now, everything yeah. now. But uh, it's not quiet, so we figured out we need a room. We need to be able to escape the house and get out to a space that's like only ours and it's quiet and we can work. So new parents, I know you feel me on this. Um, the RV could serve that purpose too. So we just park in the driveway. Thank and- you. Thank you. All right, let's move on. Do you have an adulting win or fail? Come on, keep yeah, it interesting. Yeah, so, so my win is, it's kind of general, uh, but I'm just getting organized, baby. Ooh. I'm getting back to that world. Like, I'm writing everything down. I have lists every single day. Everything's going on calendars. Um, and I found that, especially when you become, well, when, you, I, I don't want to say try, like when you become an entrepreneur and you're just fending for yourself, you have to be organized. If you're not organized, you're, you're going to fail, for sure. I love sure. this side of you, Yeah. by the way. Yeah getting after it over here mm-hmm. the fail is uh because you're so impulsive we have to keep having the same conversations about like why we're not going to go out and buy an rv before we even know what it's like <laughs> okay you know what i mean so anybody out there in a relationship who has the same conversations over and over and over uh-huh. uh let me know because i'm going to create a little facebook community i think we're all gonna we're gonna bounce things off each other you know i'm very it's actually impressive how stern you are like how you it's so it's actually impressive that you don't waver right like i feel like i'm a pretty darn convincing salesperson and i have had you sort of close enough to like at least get to the rv shop and like go and look at them and there's been times where you've been like okay i'm not shutting it off like it's definitely something we should consider and you know i'm just saying it's 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 okay let me I think my I need to work is, harder on my sales game. Yeah, sales. I don't know if your sales game is quite up to the level that you think. Well, it's, it's at. different with you because sure. I don't have I don't I don't have the same tools that I would have with yeah, someone yeah, who yeah. I'm not as close with. Okay, okay, I get it. Let me explain my mindset. Right now, we're in this like massive like period of uncertain time or whatever. You don't just go and buy things that you you may not even need or may not even use. I think when you have the means to do it, like you should expand during this time, but that doesn't mean go and buy material things that are going to depreciate and don't make anything for you. So in the case of the RV, let's at least find out that we enjoy doing it mm-hmm. before we make that commitment. Can I make a compelling argument and then we are moving on? We're never speaking about an RV ever again on yeah, this show because it's totally I guarantee we'll we speak about, about it next week long. after we take the trip. Okay, here's where I'm at. Listen to me when I say this. Okay. There are two things that I want to accomplish in the near future. Okay. What's number one? Number one is get some form of RV scenario in our possession so that we have the freedom to go elsewhere on our time with our own, you know, atmosphere that we can control that is ours. Okay. Okay. Number two, I want to get Geo a passport. Right. Because in the event 
that we just have had enough and we are done <laughs> with the scenario that we have been in for this long, now six months. Okay? Mm-hmm. I want to have the freedom for us all three to just say, okay, bye. So, uh, and the RV allots us that same freedom, right? So, you have two options then would you go to Mexico or would you go to Canada? I love both. Okay, so if you had to choose one though, which one's it going to be? Okay, if I had to choose one swiftly, I would choose Canada. All right, fair enough. Okay, okay, but if I had to choose one with more time to think about it. I would possibly choose Mexico, but I would I wouldn't I don't know if that would be our home long term. Okay. I yeah. would love to just have that be a visit moment, an often visit. Like a long visit. Yeah. Like a long a, visit. at least a month. Yeah. Maybe six. <laughs> yeah. Who the heck knows? We listen, we can't keep being talkers over here. I'm getting real bored of it. Well, we're not gonna be come Tuesday. I know. So, so. do you have a fail? Um, yeah, I said my fail. Oh, okay, cool. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Let's move My fail on. was having to have the conversation with you so many times. Oh, oh, oh. Well, you know what? Life is interesting with me, okay? More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay, guys, big fan of skincare products. You know this about me. One product that I obviously always gush about is BioClarity. We are so happy to have them be a friend of the pod because it's so easy to talk about how much we love BioClarity. Clear skin, smooth, softer, everything about it. You get the less redness. And the reason why we love BioClarity so much is obviously it's 100% vegan, cruelty-free, and clean, completely non-toxic. But they use... Floralux. Okay, so Floralux, it's a super special ingredient found exclusively in BioClarity's products. It's made from chlorophyll, which is found in plants. It has It's like a skin superfood that helps block culprits like bad bacteria while breathing new life into your skin. And it protects your skin with its antioxidants, rich formula, helps with redness, hyperpigmentation, and evening out the skin tone and texture. Why I'm talking about Floralux is because now that it's summertime, we all need to be using a very good sunscreen okay their sun filter which is for the face they also have sun shady which is for the body it's a reef safe sunscreen that protects you from harmful uv rays free radicals blue light which is interesting that's from your phone or computer and environmental pollutants it has the floralux in it okay tons of antioxidants that boosts 500 percent Wait, did I just read that right? They boost the power of antioxidants by 500%. That's what it is, which will help your skin stay youthful and healthy. All just so good. Um, you guys check out BioClarity. Get healthier, more radiant skin today at BioClarity.com. You'll get 15% off on anything on the site when you use our code ADULTING at checkout. That's BioClarity.com. And don't forget to use the promo code ADULTING at checkout for 15% off. And now back to adulting like a mother father. So let's get to some questions. Let's How do, do you it. feel about that? So you have some on your phone because you put some on your story. I have some on mine. Yep. So we don't have to switch back and forth. Okay. Okay. Here's a question. Does Gio love you? I mean, yeah. Does Gio love you or Andrew better? Oh, I think it's situational. Yeah. He's having a real good me moment. I get a lot of kisses. Yeah, he's having a good you moment. He's been having that moment for probably several weeks now. Yeah, thank you for that, by the way. Let's Uh, keep these really fast. Let's do it. Um, So, yeah, so right in the middle. How did you guys meet? 
I want to say we answered this one before, but answer it again. Okay. Our friend Shiva introduced us. We met via Facebook and we spoke online for about three months until Andrew moved to LA and met me. And then he fell head over heels and he said, this is, no, you didn't move to LA until you met me. Because you fell in love with me and you said, all right, I'm, I'm literally moving to L.A. I mean, that's not the story. <laughs> that is the story, though. It probably uh, it probably influenced me. I mean, I think my mind was already made up. I was coming here. Mm-hmm. I turned down a job to move. What did you want down here? Sorry, that's a segue question, but I'm just curious. Like, Yeah, I think I just wanted to make it. Okay. You know? Fair enough. I didn't know what form that was going to take, mm-hmm. but I... I think like a lot of people, like I just wanted to make a name for myself in a much bigger pond. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, okay. This one, <laughs> this one's good. Oh, I'd like to know how you guys stay sane after living with each other for a long time. Love you too. <laughs> Wait, did they say love you too? Yeah, like oh, lo- love you, number two. Oh, love too. Oh, thank you. Okay. You tell me how you say, stay sane. Well, I asked the question. Oh, okay. So my answer is, um, <laughs> we sometimes we're just not. Yeah. Like sometimes that's, that's we really have moments where it just bubbles over and we have to like have that come to Jesus talk where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. we need to check in. Things are not working. I'm not happy. You're not happy. Something's off. Yeah. Let's address it now and hopefully get to a better place. Yeah, and I want to keep it super, super real for these guys. So like in nine years, we've probably had 10 of those conversations, maybe less. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Maybe once a year, there's like- Yeah, there's a good once a year moment. Whoa, dude. Yeah, slow down. Like what's what's happening here and and are we on it? Are we into it? Is this going to be what we want? Yeah. So I would say the answer is it's- uh, it's ongoing. You have to work at it all the time. Totally. Okay. Here's a question for you. Do you want to have more kids? Um, that one's a tough one. I mean, my, you better answer this. Well, my honest answer is, uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Um, I never really envisioned like how many kids I would have. I I just didn't even see that part of my life. And you know, I've always loved kids. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously I love geo. The idea of what, what makes me want more kids is the idea of, well, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. when Gio Which came into the world and always be honest. yeah, yeah, I, I shouldn't say that. I hate when people say that. Exactly. I don't know why I said that. Um, when Gio came into the world, like from, it was so life changing and like there were moments that were so challenging. I was like, yo, I am good. Mm-hmm. We're going to get this one down and then we're going to go back to what I, the new normal looks like, you know, just more comfortable. Um, well, guess what? That doesn't happen. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. Life changes uh, completely forever. Anyways, long story short, uh, the one thing that makes me want more kids is the idea of Geo having siblings mm-hmm. and like being able to share his life with siblings. I think those bonds are so cool. And then this is kind of weird, or maybe it's not, but us growing old mm-hmm. and then relying on only Geo to sort of look after us. Like I, I would never want to put that burden that burden on one person totally makes sense to me um i have a, i have another question that's really good so i'm just gonna ask it because you're it. being slow how will you feel if geo decides to not be vegan or vegetarian uh, you want me to answer it you can answer it yeah okay because i know you're gonna have a different answer um look i'm not hardcore in any one direction 
I think that everybody, I think it would be a great thing if everybody made some change. I'm not saying like you have to go vegan. I'll never be that person. But, um, you know, if he, that would be his choice. That would be his choice. I think it would make mom upset. It would break her heart a little bit. But at the end of the day, like there are so many ways that you can make an impact uh, to make a better world. And if he decides that, you know, uh, he doesn't want to be 100% vegan or vegetarian, that's his choice. Yeah, and my answer is actually quite similar to that. But I have a hard time fully believing that he will choose otherwise um, knowing who he is today. Like, Gio is very sensitive. Yeah. And um, and I think, like, unfortunately, the truth about the food industry can be, like, quite overwhelming. And I think because he's going to be born into a family or he's born into a family that's open and, you know, can cook these things and, you know, offer, you know, options that are vegan and vegetarian, that hopefully that'll make it an easy decision for him but of course i'll love him no matter absolutely what yeah and i don't think uh, it's a good question because i think a lot of parents are in a similar position the one thing about raising him vegan is i don't feel like he'll ever get to a point where he's he's feeling like he's missed out you know what i mean because as long as you make it enjoyable along the way he's like this is just normal this is what it is i'm getting everything i need i'm healthy um, I mean, there's a reason I've been doing this for 20 plus years. I wouldn't be doing it because it was like not enjoyable. I like enjoying life. Yeah. Okay. I have another question. Okay. So you're going one, two, three. On yeah. Me. Three. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And it's a good one. What was our biggest fight? Do you feel comfortable sharing? I don't even know if I know the answer. I don't know if we oh, would have the same the answer. answer. What's okay. that? Well, you, okay. You, What's your answer? Do you have one at all? I mean, we've had, we've had a handful of big fights. Um, no, like not one comes to mind. Oh, I bet you're thinking does. about one from like early on, yeah. right? See, I look at it so differently because we're just, that was almost nine years ago. We're completely different people. Totally, but I still feel like I suffer PTSD from it a little bit. Okay. Well, you can feel free to share if you want. Okay. So when um, we were newly dating, we'd been together, I don't even know, maybe six months to a year, if that. Um you know, Andrew was my first relationship. I never really had opened up to anyone like I'd opened up to him. And in fact, I was kind of shy about certain things that were like personal to me. And I didn't know how to have conversations about past intimacy. And so there were things that I bent the truth on. And one time we were traveling, I was going to some event for work and Andrew came with me. We were sitting down for dinner or something. And Somehow, and I honestly don't know how this came up, but we were talking about, I guess, my past or if I had ever been like intimate with someone in particular and you had asked me directly and somehow it had come out that I, I had said yes. And prior to that night, I had said no. Mm -hmm. So I had definitely lied before this conversation and I felt probably more comfortable at this point to say yes because we had been together, you know, a long, longer period of time than when you probably first asked me. And that moment was like probably the first time you had heard me like flat out lie. And I think on top of that, you were also not happy with the idea that I wasn't what you thought I was. That maybe like I had had more experiences than you thought or that I like... 
Yeah. You want me to speak on it? Sure. Um, so it shouldn't feel heavy at all. No, not at, at all. Point. I mean, we're so far down the line. And I have no problem talking about my past experiences when it comes to that stuff because I think it's important to be open to yeah. some degree because it should be normal. Yeah. So thinking back on that, I mean, the disappointment definitely came from feeling like um, you you weren't exactly who you portrayed, which is fine. What did you think I was? I wanna- well, yeah, I mean... I want to know what you no, thought I was. I won't go into too much detail. But please share because I think it's, I'm sure other people think similar things about certain people. See, okay. I would have thought it was totally normal for you to have had a bunch of experiences dating, um, maybe an intimacy experience or several. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just wasn't the, the picture that you painted for me. So it's not that I would have cared so much. It was that. I only got the picture that you painted for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I found out that that wasn't the actual picture. And I think that's what was disappointing. And uh, to be honest, looking back at it, like this is why I don't, I don't really like talking about it now. And I just feel like we're, and, and this is normal too. We're such different people at this point in our life mm-hmm. or at this point in our life. Um, my advice, you know, looking back on myself is, one, like you really don't even need to ask those questions. You know what I mean? Like I don't really see why somebody's past matters. Um, I mean, certainly you want to share with each other, but the reality is, is that at that point in our life, like we, we probably all have experiences and that should be expected. You know what I mean? It was just, I think it was just the fact that you lied about it. And then I just felt like I couldn't trust you and, you know, at that point we were, we were like on very quickly and I invested a lot of myself in you. And then I felt like, you know, when that happens, you, you throw a wall up. You're like, do I, do I even fully know this person or whatever? And just, it, it changes a lot so quickly. Um, and, and that's what it was for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, it's, it's great that we have come so far. Um, but I remember in that moment feeling like this is it this is the end. Like, this is what happens when you lie. Like, why did I lie? I was so hard on myself. I mean, we were out of town, which made it even harder because we had to obviously like go home and whatever. For some reason, it felt like it was so much bigger than it needed to be. Like looking back, I'm like, wow, we really made a meal out of that. But that's always, that's always what time and maturity does for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you look back, like I remember I got upset and I got up and left the table and left the restaurant and just like started walking. We were in Vancouver, I think. No, we were in, we were not in Vancouver. Oh, we were in Washington. Uh, yeah. Seattle but, or Bellevue yeah, or whatever. One, yeah. And it's like, you look back on that and it's like, it's so silly. Oh, the whole but thing that's... was so dramatic. I went to that job. Like they had to knock on my hotel room door to like find me. Cause I was really? like, I couldn't, couldn't get myself together. Oh. Like I was a train wreck. And so I had to go <laughs> down there and speak at some event in front of all of these. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that. But that's probably what added to it being the biggest fight ever because of the dramatics around it. Like had we been at home and had we had this conversation and like there weren't any like time constraints and we weren't in the public or for work or I hadn't have, you know what I mean? Like it would have been so different. Yeah. But holy moly. And then, oh my gosh. And then I remember we had like been away we weren't living together at the time and I remember one day you were coming over and we were sort of still working things out or like things were just awkward between us and you came over 
Oh. <laughs> Don't laugh, okay? Because I mean, it, it was terrifying. It, it was very real for me. You came over with like a heart monitor. My heart was broken. <laughs> Like no, you had gone to the doctors. No, I know. For don't don't make it so dramatic. Heart. No, I'd gone to the doctors because I'd been feeling super anxious and felt like I was having heart palpitations, whatever. And like, for anybody with anxiety, you know how scary it can be. Like, I still deal with it. You know, almost every day at some point during the day. It's, you know, one of the things I should probably cut back on, which is hard because I love it so much, is coffee because mm-hmm. the caffeine doesn't help you when you have anxiety. Um, but. Like at that point in my life, for whatever for whatever reason, it came on really strong, and I was just scared. So I was looking for help and solutions. So I went and saw the doctor, and you know, explained what was going on or whatever. So they gave me this monitor to wear for twenty four hours or whatever, just to see if anything was going on. Turns out it was totally. I made you a sandwich. (laughs) It was like that was the turning point. I think things felt really real. Like your health was, you know. I don't know. It, for me, it was like my your health is at stake. Like, what are we even? Yeah, looking about? back, I mean, like, it all. It, yeah. Remember, we went to the beach, and it felt like we had barely known each other. Like yeah. it was like everything was so touch and go at that time. Here's the thing, Fights right? And this weird. is what I was trying to explain a little bit ago, but I just was like kind of all over the map. It's just immaturity, you know. Yeah. Like we were young, we were almost still kids in a way. I mean, I was 22. Yeah, you're you're just young. Like you don't you don't know how to act and at this point in life those conversations would be so different. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Okay, I want to tell everyone about Skillshare because as someone who is creative, I think we both are actually. It's been a little challenging to find ways to like spark that creativity, but now there's Skillshare. Okay. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands and thousands of inspiring classes for creative and just curious people. You could explore new skills, deepen existing passions and get lost in creativity. Yeah. I did just looking at the classes. I think it's such a cool platform. I mean, when you go to the website at the top, the search bar literally says, what do you want to learn today? It's cool. And if you're like me, I don't of you are um but i like learning but i like learning only about the things that i'm actually interested in sure i like learning in bits like Like, i could do that every single yeah like i don't need a full semester of learning something (laughs) but i would love to pop on and just learn something cool and creative well perfect then i know that's why great for you um Guys, I've been through the list of classes. There's this class that's really popular that I haven't taken yet, but I'm going to um, because it's it's perfect for where I'm at right now. And I'm sure a lot of you guys feel the same way. Uh, it's called Discovering Success, Seven Exercises to Uncover Your Purpose, Passion, and Path. Uh, and for me, you know, I'm 32 at this point. I, I worked in the traditional corporate world for eight, nine, ten years, whatever it was, Um I had what other people from the outside would look at as a successful job or career or whatever, but it was never anything that I was passionate about. And that's what I'm on a mission to find right now, still at 32. Um, So I'm definitely going to be taking this class. It's in the best of freelance and entrepreneur section, which I think just that alone. Yeah, it's like one of the most popular classes on the platform. Um, But look, it's not all entrepreneurship or or freelance. They have classes in so many different categories. Just some of them are. Yeah. Music, music production, film and video, marketing, productivity, uh, like I said, entrepreneurship, web development, animation, creative writing, so many things. So regardless of what your interest is in the creative space, 
they have something for you. What I love too is that if you're a tutorial person, which so many people are and they love to DIY, this is the platform for you because it's actual step-by-step processes. And the best part is, is that an annual subscription is less than $10 a month, which is a lot cheaper and so much more affordable than like stepping into a workshop or something that we can't even do right now anyway. So, (laughs) um, okay. So explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at skillshare.com slash adulting. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to skillshare.com slash adulting. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at skillshare.com slash adulting. Guys, take advantage of this. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Do you have any? You keep letting your phone go to sleep. I know. Um, Oh, this is oh, interesting. This, I have a, these are good questions. This is so, uh, this is not that question and pretty random, but would you learn a new language and teach it to Gigi? Oh, I would love How that. How about you? Would you learn Italian? I mean, I would absolutely, but I, I have a hard time retaining it unless I'm in the environment. Like, you know, back in the day when we went to Italy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And I was convinced that I was fluent. I'm like, it's all coming back. My Nona taught me everything I knew. <laughs> you've got that one. You've got Nona. Nona. Yeah, Nona. Okay. okay. So would Go Italian ahead. be the first language that I would that teach would him? Learn? No, I would teach him Spanish. Okay. Yeah, of course. Cool. Okay. I have a question. How do you handle sleep deprivation with the little one? That's Ooh. the thing that someone's most worried about. And I don't blame them. And how do you handle it? I freaking don't have the answer because... So now you're asking and answering. Well, oh, you have to answer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, it's fine. No, no, no. no it's okay. Go ahead. Well, how do you input. handle it? Um, From I don't, a dad's perspective. I don't know if there's a magic solution. I think um, if you can afford it, there's... Some people get like a night nurse and you could do that in the very beginning so that you can get... Because, uh, I mean, your life changes completely in the beginning and uh, a night nurse will basically take care of the kid through the night except for the parts if you're going to breastfeed then they'll bring the baby to you i have such mixed feelings about a night nurse 100 percent. but i'm saying that's one solution that would allow you to get some sleep because otherwise i mean at least in our experience we were up every 45 minutes to an hour and a half in the beginning yeah i vaguely remember but yeah i'm sure we had a moment like that i mean my advice is how do you handle it you just have to constantly remember that it's a phase and that at some point you will get more sleep. And even though in the moment you don't believe that that is possible because I sure didn't, I remember getting to like month three or four at the time and thinking my life is over. (laughs) I'm never going to sleep again. I can't function. I can't think straight. Like how do I like, and we were both trying to work at the same time. It just made it so, so hard. But again, it's not forever. So if you remind yourself it's not forever. Yeah, that's really good advice. It's, it's you know, when you're in it, it feels like you're in it forever, but it is only temporary. Do you have a question? Um, yeah, we kind of got one like this already, but I'll ask it to you. Do you plan on having baby number two soon? Yeah. You do? Yeah. And uh, when were you going to tell me? <laughs> do you really need to know? Okay, I have a question. How do you spice things up in bed after having a baby? <laughs> I love questions like this. Bring it on. Uh, okay. My, yeah. 
Andrew gets so uncomfortable. He's like sweating. Go ahead. I do. Yeah. How do you spice things up in bed after having a baby? I think uh, you just got to push yourself to do new things. Like? You know? I'm not going to like nothing. I'm not saying nothing. Okay. Okay. Here's my answer. things. Yeah. You you can't be like. No, of course that's good advice, but I'm just thinking what new things Uh have we done? Exactly my point. So not very spicy over here, guys. Um, you, look, okay. You know what I can say about new things? Let me answer this. Oh, I'm sorry. You got to be willing to have the conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to be willing to talk about it. Because if you don't, it's, it's likely that nothing changes. And then it's uh, the same like unspicy uh, experience I, I have time a, and time again. I have a question for you. Do you require spice? Or do you feel like you can just kind of like do the things we've been doing i think spice is the variety variety is the spice of life yes okay that's the way it's supposed to be said so um, is it a yes i think it's across the board yeah i think i think you need new experiences to keep life interesting so sure. no matter what it is call it sex if it's the same thing every time how's that interesting sure yeah Okay, I'm going to actually answer this question for you. Please How do. do you spice things up in bed after having a baby? One thing that I think has has worked for us is that, for me at least, it's like acting in the moment. You know, like so many people wait until like they've done their day and they're in bed and it's like, all right, the shows are over. Or maybe you're watching something that isn't that interesting and you just start to like, you know, whatever, make a move. But for me, it's like, well, if I'm going to be completely honest... <laughs> I feel a lot more ready throughout the day than you do. And it's like, I just, I, I think different times. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe for me, it's like being nine years in, you're just like, I I don't need it all the time. And I'm like, yo, it's 1130, dude. I got, I got stuff to do. (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, okay. Are we moving on? Or do you want to say anything else about that one? No, that's great. Okay. Do you have a good one? Because if not, I'm like loaded right now. Yeah, I have a good one. Of course, Go I have a good one. Of course. Um, what made you guys realize that y'all were meant to be together? Are you asking me? I keep forgetting how this works. I'm okay. asking you, yes. So what made me realize? What made me realize is at the time when we were dating, Victorious was like at its height and I was incredibly busy and so consumed in work. And that was like the last place I wanted to be. And I remember thinking prior to Andrew, you know, I had dated people not very long. I mean, the longest was probably a few weeks, if that. But I had never felt the feeling I felt for Andrew where I just couldn't focus on the thing that was so important to me, which was work. And it Mm. made it really challenging because I just wanted to be with you. Mm. And that's what made it feel different for me. I had a special effect. Why? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Do you have another question? Done. Yeah. There's not one answer to why? That's why. No, you said why. I don't know. No, that is my answer is I just I just knew because it felt like you like know you needed to be with me. It felt like I needed to be with you. And I well, I had kind of worked through that because I created this like really not healthy codependence in the beginning where I just I literally felt like I couldn't function unless we were together. Mm. That was short lived, don't look worry. out guys. Stage five <laughs> clinger. <laughs> I'm telling you that went away very quickly. Uh, okay, I have one. You're going to like this one. All right. 
is it easy being vegan or what advice do you have for people that are interested in it? Oh, I mean, yes. I Okay, so I hate sort of saying yes because it's a privilege to be vegan, you know, to have the options to eat differently because a lot of people live within, you know, their means or live in a family that maybe don't support those, you know, ways of eating. And so to some regard, like, yeah, it takes a little effort and it takes thinking outside of the box. But once you do it, it becomes second nature. You don't really think anything of it. Um, And in terms of like budget and that sort of thing, if anyone's concerned, there are so many ways that you can be vegan and be on a budget. I always think it's so funny. Are there any good resources that you know of to point people to like uh, for budget friendly vegan? Oh, there's tons. I mean, just literally Google that or search it on YouTube. There's so many influencers or wherever they, they post all kinds of cool stuff. I mean, Tabitha Brown is a great resource. She just, but no, but what I was going to say is that people don't realize that when you go vegan, you're not spending heaps of money on like expensive meats and cheeses and yeah, like all that stuff. Like, you know, it's different. You just, it's, well, I almost burped. Um, it's like an exchange, right? So it's not like it costs more. Anyways. I think you can get out the door for whatever you're spending now. Yeah. But to do it vegan. Sure. Of course. And Costco has a lot of options too. Great. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. All right, guys, if you're like me, um, you like free stuff. And I have a free sample for you guys to try this week um, from OxyClean Odor Blasters. I don't know about you guys, but uh, our place has been getting a little funky uh, because we're doing some working out out in the garage and we're bringing all, obviously, our our clothes in. uh, And they're just nasty, at least mine are. Uh, we've got a couple dogs who, you know, are all around the house and they are also nasty sometimes, but OxyClean has, has done magic for me. Uh, these little odor blasters, they just blast away the funk, uh, that you would imagine is, is in my workout clothes and on the dog's blankets and on the rugs, uh, and everything else that they touch. So if, uh, if you got some of that going on in your life and, uh, you want to rid it with something that's super powerful, uh, and will just blast away that funk. Uh, I got something for you for you to try. So you've got to try OxyClean Odor Blasters for yourself. To work your magic with OxyClean, go to OxyClean.com slash try me and order a free sample. That's OxyClean.com slash try me, T-R-Y-M-E, for a free odor blaster sample while supplies last. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Go for it. Okay. Oh, someone asked, did you see a drastic weight loss going vegan or any health benefits? Um, okay, so I guess that's for me, yeah. Yep. Um, I felt like um, I think my, my very open answer to that is it was a little harder for me to put size on being vegan. Um, at the end of the day, like, you know, at least for us, we're eating cleaner and stuff is full of, of less calories. Um which means I just didn't eat enough of it, which kind of comes back on me, but it's a little bit tougher to put size on. So my experience, I guess you could say, uh, I lost some weight, but when I really made the transition and was like sticking to it hard, I was also like going crazy in the gym with Tori. Yeah. And, uh, I probably, I probably ended up, this is like such a whirlwind answer, but I probably ended up putting on a little weight, just not as much as I had wanted or hoped for. Sure. 
but that's usually the opposite of what this question is going for because yeah. people want to know if they can like lose weight and stay fit and healthy and i'd say the answer is yes 100 percent. okay do you have anything Yes. So this person actually, this I think they had the last one that I asked you. If you could travel anywhere, where would it be and why? Oh, gosh. Isn't that nice? Um, you know, I was talking about this the other day with you about how, you know, if you could travel anywhere, I'd honestly want to go to the places that I know and I've been and I, I love. And those two places are Tulum in Mexico and then also Hawaii because it kind of just feels like a second home. And we have friends that are like family to us there. So those two. Okay. Um, okay. This is a funny question. I'm going to ask it to you. This Someone wants tips for secretly turning her boyfriend vegan. Oh. <laughs> and being that it took eight years for you to even I don't entertain think, the okay, idea. Okay, so my opinion is I don't, I don't think you can secretly do it. I don't think you can trick anyone into it. I think it needs to be their decision, not yours. I always found that when you, when you push and push and push – people's natural reaction is to put up a wall or pull back. Mm -hmm. So I think if you can find ways to uh, present facts or present options, like make it easy for somebody, um, present an option that's like, for an example, an amazing vegan meal, right? And uh, I, I guess you would tell them up front or say nothing at all if you don't have to, if they don't ask questions. Let them eat it see what the response is if they've loved it or enjoyed it or whatever then let them know hey by the way that was vegan and it right. was amazing just awareness general like yep. awareness and exposure to other options sure i think definitely helps okay i have two questions and i think we should wrap it up and because this is mostly my show i'm gonna wrap it up okay <laughs> the mother father mine's mine comes first mother father number one. Oh, this is actually a question for me Okay, so she asked, were you just vegetarian during your pregnancy or before and after having the pregnancy? So someone's asking, basically, was I vegetarian throughout my pregnancy? And I was vegan throughout my whole pregnancy and um, was healthy, very healthy, and still am vegan. So I think it's totally possible. Nice. This is the one I want to end on. Okay, I actually have one that I want to answer. Okay, go ahead. It's kind of a tough question, and it's kind of tough to answer, but I want to keep it super real for people because this is real life, right? Somebody says, is Sophie okay? Oh. And I appreciate you asking. Sophie is okay. Oh, my um, gosh. So, uh, yeah, Sophie. Sophie's great. To make a long story short, she's been at my mom's place for several weeks now on a long vacation. Um, when, when Gio was born, you know, we had some issues with the dogs. I was constantly worried about them getting into a scuffle and Gio being in the wrong place. So I was really worried for his safety. Um, and when you have two strong dogs too, and we've seen them, we've seen them have their little scuffle. Like, well, Sophie would be the one that got beat up the hardest. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's just Jake's just a little bit bigger. Um, one, number one, it's hard to watch. It's hard to break up. Um, it can happen really fast, which is tough. Um, so you can't see because it things can change very quickly and uh, you know also long story short she we've had Sophie for seven years we got her when she was eight weeks old and uh, she is a diva she requires a lot of attention <laughs> um, she needs special treatment and when Gio came into the world unfortunately like our we just didn't have the capacity to give her everything that she needed she, we just noticed that she wasn't 
like the Sophie that we wanted her to be. She no, was and the reality is, is that like our life changed and was constantly changing. And I felt like, or we felt like she hasn't wanted to change along with it in a way that works for everybody. Um, so she's totally fine. She's at Nana's house, which is my mom's house. Which is uh, honestly, you guys. With her other friend of a dog there. For her. Yeah. I mean, they get spoiled. They're on every couch, every bed. like. And she gets walked twice a day, which she never liked walking with us. She didn't enjoy it with your yeah. mom. She's come around and has started to enjoy walks. I mean, it's pretty awesome. And the best part is, is that like she's still part of our lives. And we don't 100%. know what the future holds. But yeah. in a weird way, we feel weird taking her home with us because we know how much she enjoys it there. Yeah. So that was a really good question. I'm glad you asked that. That's a great question. Okay, here's the one that we're going to end on. Ready? End it. Okay. What are the three character traits you like about each other most? Ooh. Do you want to go like one, 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 one? I want all three. One, one. All three in a row? Yeah. Okay. Um, I love how big your heart is. Um, at this point in life, I love that you're a wonderful mother, like super attentive. I, I trust you completely most of the time. <laughs> well, you, you like to push the limit with the food a little bit. Um, I'm just more comfortable with giving him certain things, but yep. yeah, go ahead. And I love how much you love me even when, you know. I'm a dick sometimes. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of the money Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your dog to make you breakfast in bed with Belgian waffles and a fresh fruit compote? Yeah, as nice as that sounds, that's probably never going to happen. But at least there's never been a better time to switch to GEICO. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit GEICO.com to learn more. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Okay, my turn. That was amazing, by the way. Um, I'm not going to cry. I love how much you care about our relationship and how much you want to give it. Because in a weird way, you know, as much as I show love for you constantly, you are like the real rock in the glue. Like there had been many times where you could have easily said, okay, enough is enough. And you care so much about this that you've hung in there. And that is really special to me. Okay. I love how beautiful you are to look at. Oh, <laughs> Which part specifically? What's the most beautiful part? Oh my part? gosh. Well, I go in and out of this because it's like one day I just am like your body, your f like the weirdest things, like your forearms. Um, I just think that like, I just love your back. I just think that you just have this beautiful Got physique. Dad back now. Okay. And um, I just love to look at you. And then number three, 
I love how real you are, no matter what the scenario is. You keep it so real. I appreciate that. And I think we're a good balance because I can very much turn it on and you bring me down to earth. And for that, I'm grateful. (laughs) Uh, I like that one. I I appreciate that one. Um, That feels good. Right? Yeah, now bonus one. Do you want to throw a bonus one in there? Do you have one? No, no, no. Just you for me. Oh, you want a fourth? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) We can wrap it up there. uh, That was a really good question. And uh, to be... I don't want to say, to be honest, why do, why do we always... It's because it's just like a pre-liminary thing, you say. Um, I don't think people do that enough. You know? You can get so sucked into... Like, and you spend so much time with somebody. You can get so sucked into all the things that don't work for you. You rarely recognize the things that do work and the things that even brought you together in the first place. You know? It's a good question. You might have to come back to that one. Yeah, I know. It would be a great... Um tool to use like maybe not every night but like if you can remind yourself to once a week come together and you know express three things that you're grateful for about one another even one you know (laughs) even some this is the realistic gun okay just one maybe is enough (laughs) i mean i could probably go on both ways you know that goes both ways yeah sure all right guys well i thoroughly enjoyed that i hope you guys did too um I appreciate everyone who took the time to even care enough to ask us these questions. The only reason I feel like it's it's like a double whammy. It's like not only are we sharing and opening up more, which I think people enjoy because then they feel closer to you. But the second part to that is that people feel like maybe they can relate in some regard or like they can, you know, take something away from it. So I hope that. Yeah, 100 percent. I think that's that's been one of the coolest things about doing this like in total is that people have said multiple times in reviews or through the Instagram, whatever that they really appreciated like what we've shared or keeping it real, whatever, because they feel like they're in the same boat. Yeah. They're not alone because it's so easy. And I know we say this all the time, but it's so easy to feel like everyone is so much more perfect or has it all together, especially if you're quote unquote an influencer or someone who, you know, has a following. So Mm -hmm. thank you again for all of your questions. If you want us to do this again, please let us know go to our instagram adulting like amf dm us we're very active on that account thanks to our adulting crew mostly kelly (laughs) she um keeps us totally in the know and has fire content so we love you guys and that's it right that's it okay bye peace Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.